Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Emma. Today, I want to talk about um, some very common advice that is given to young people. I know it was given to me when I was growing up. Um, and this this is advice that people like to bring up when you're talking about what you're going to do. People say, what are you going to do when you grow up? What's your career going to be? And um, I, I've heard this a million times. It's, it's follow your passion. Or this is the other one is do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I think at face value, both of those statements, you know, yeah, they're true. Like it's, it's good to do the things that you're passionate about and it's good to do what you love and it's good to love, you know, the work that you do every day that definitely makes you happier. Um, but Brittany, I'd be curious to hear if you ever heard these things growing up and kind of what your, your immediate take is on both of those. Yeah, I did. And I tend to be a little bit like hippier and like the universe wants you to do what you want to do. That being said, (laughs) I do think, you know, we've talked about specialization in, in here. We've talked about knowing what you're good at, but there is one thing to, to kind of go opposite of you for a second. There is one quote I love from one of my favorite authors, Joseph Campbell, and, and this is kind of contrary to what you said, but I've always used it. So I'm, so I'm going to read it anyway. Do we it. can discuss it. <laughs> so he says, when you follow your bliss, doors will open where you would not have thought there would be doors and where there wouldn't be a door for anyone else. But mm. I also think that ties in with specialization. So totally. so I, I totally agree with you with like, do what you love. It's like, all right, but not all of you are going to be ice skaters or right. not, you know, because there's not demand for that. Yeah. Or maybe you're not good at it. But, you know, for me, writing, writing was a dream of mine and mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd be able to do it. And when I just kind of set myself out to do it, I did it. But that came with a lot of hard work. It wasn't like totally. I snapped my fingers and was was totally. So I definitely think we agree for the most part. Mm-hmm. I, I just kind of like the whole like follow your bliss like type of language. Yeah. But I yeah. think you're right. Like some things you're good at, some things you're not. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think there's just more of a balance that's needed, right? Yes. Where it's that's like good. you, it sounds like you growing up, you had the the talent to be a writer and then you took the time to develop the talent. And writing is a skill that so many people, like they're looking for people with that skill. It's something that has a lot of value because we always need good writers, good communicators, um, it's it's something where you can have some talent, but you have to put the work into developing it and turning it into you know a specialized skill yes. like you were talking about. And I think there is a huge difference between doing that versus you know maybe you have a passion for you know the the silly example people always use is underwater basket weaving. I don't know what the heck that is, but <laughs> so I'll I'll use a different one. Maybe your passion is making chocolate chip cookies. Like maybe that is what you want to do all day long that's your favorite thing to do. You've got a great recipe. There are some people in the world who have made that their job. There there are people who their job is making chocolate chip cookies and it's awesome. And maybe that's their passion, but maybe it's not. You know, there's, there are certain things that you can do with your life to make sure that you have space to do the things that you're passionate about. And that's, that's the thing that I want to clarify here is you can make room in your life to do the things that you're passionate about every day, or at least like be involved in them in some way every day. Like if you're super passionate about music, like I grew up really, really loving to play, play guitar, play piano, like sing. That was what I loved. It was what I was passionate about. And I played in the worship team at my church. 
I did a lot of any, any sort of music extracurricular at school I would do. And I even had my own band and we would play at like fairs and festivals around town. And it was really fun. And I had so many people tell me, oh, you should follow your passion and you should do this professionally. And it sounds, it sounds weird to say, but I'm actually really glad that I did not do that. Um, I'm, I'm really glad that I ended up kind of taking a different path. And there, that's for a couple reasons. The first one is that I think if I had taken that thing that I really enjoyed and turned it into you know, the way that I provide for myself and the way that I make money, it might have taken some of that enjoyment out of it. Um, because then it would be a lot more like practical and it wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to, you know, mess around with my guitar a little bit and like learn a new song. It would be nine to five day in, day out. You know, you are working on this. This is what you're, this is what you're doing. But the other element of it was, you know, I am not the best guitar player. I'm not yeah. the best singer. And in fact, I'm not even probably in like the top 10%. And I'm totally okay with that. Like I'm willing to admit that. Um, because, because it's not something that I necessarily need to be doing, but I do think, you know, the, if, if, if it was up to me and I could change the advice that everyone gets, I think it would be, don't just follow your passion. Like, yeah, look into the things that interest you and like, learn more about them. Because like Brittany said, you never know what kind of door is going to open when you start, you know, learning more about the things that get you fired up and the things that you enjoy but also look at where it overlaps with what the world needs and what there's a market for and what skills are highly valued. And 99% of the time, you're going to be able to find something that, that has some overlap there. Like maybe you're not going to be doing your favorite thing all day long, but maybe you'll have a job that allows you to be sort of involved in that kind of a thing. Or maybe you'll have a job where, you know, you have the time and you have the freedom and the financial freedom to pursue what you love in your free time. So that's that's kind of what I would what I would change if it were up to me, Brittany. I don't know if you have any like direct advice that you would give to young people who are maybe starting to figure out like all right, here's what I like to do, here's here's where people are pushing me to go, but like how do I figure out how to navigate it all? Well, there's something I'm going to answer that, but I want to go back to something you said because I think this is interesting. You mentioned that when you do what you love, it makes it a little bit weird because then all of a sudden the thing you love doing is now your source of income. Mm -hmm. And that's something I struggle with with writing all the time. Now writing has become a chore. I love yeah. writing. It is it is what, you know, fuels me. But it's really hard for writers to write. There's like an infamous joke that the hardest part about hardest part about writing is writing. Yeah. And that sounds silly, but it's because <laughs> you you do this thing where, you know, when I was in high school and college, it was writing blogs for fun because I wanted to share my opinion mm-hmm. or writing poetry or songwriting or doing all these things. And then all of a sudden it became my career and I'm like, "Ugh, do I have to write another blog, right? Like, and then I'm, I write a blog for a living. So totally. It's, so it is something you have to be careful of. It's almost like a double-edged sword. Sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, I get to do this for a living and I'm just blown away that I've been able to do it. And other days I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So one thing I think that's important, let's say you do end up doing what you love is to do something similar to it in your free time. And you mentioned that with music and I do music as well. But the thing that I've really done is I write stand-up. So I'm trying mm. to become a stand-up comedian. Now, it's easier for me because I have a real job. Not that stand-up comedy is not a real job. That being <laughs> said, if I were to work hard enough at stand-up and become, you know, get to a point where I could become famous and get paid to do it, 
I would take it in a second, right? Yeah. But it's easier for me to pursue that dream because I've already pursued something more practical. I'm really Mm -hmm. good at talking about legal and economic issues that normal people can understand instead of a lawyer or an economist talking about it. And so that's how I've made my living. But when I want to have fun with that, I turn it into me writing comedy. You know, I'm writing a TV show just for fun. I don't know if it's ever going to make it on the air, but it's something I can do for fun. So you can do both. You know, there there is a time where you can do both, but you do sometimes, you know, they say, be careful what you wish for. There are days where I have to remind myself, like, you wanted to be a writer, but this isn't the most fun right now. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And and that's the thing too, is, you know, whatever it is that you do day in and day out, there will be times where you don't want to do it. 100%. And, and that's why the whole do what you or love and you'll love it. Like that's not like there right. are days. No, you're just not going to want to do yeah. it. And, and I don't think anyone ever goes in their entire life without working a day. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think working and learning to push through those days when you don't feel like doing it, or maybe you're just struggling to have like inspiration. Like I know I do a lot of writing in my job as well. And there are days where it's just like, man, I do not know what I'm doing here. Like, I feel like I'm not saying anything worth, worth reading and yeah. it's tough. You have to learn how to push through that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like this balance because you don't have to just choose like, okay, my favorite thing is writing but I don't want to ever have to write and ruin it. So I'm going to go become an accountant, even though I hate math. And accountants are basically people who help you file your taxes. Yeah, that's a lot of math. <laughs> yeah, they, they make sure that all of the numbers are right for businesses and organizations and stuff. So you don't have to go the complete opposite way because you're so scared of ruining what you love. Like there are ways that you can work it into your life. Like I really care about um, preserving liberty in this country. And I, I was not planning on going into politics and a passion for these kinds of ideas is what got me into my current career field. And I, I basically ended up in, in, we call it the Liberty movement because I went to a conference just for fun and met a bunch of people. Which conference was it? It was the Western conservative summit in Denver, Colorado. So yeah. (laughs) Um, so that's, That's like another thing is you can find ways that the passion and the opportunity align. Um, And and I I would always encourage young people, especially because if you're listening to this and maybe you're not even in high school yet, or maybe you are in high school, that is the perfect time to explore those things. And I will just tell you right now, you're going to have things that you try out that you think you're really going to love. And you will probably find that at least on one occasion, it's not what you thought it was going to be. And that's totally okay. Like learning the hard way can actually be a really amazing growth experience. And that's another reason why I don't necessarily recommend that you just go pursue, you know, only one thing. And it has to be this one thing that you're passionate about, like be open to different possibilities and be open to creative ways to bring in those passions into your career. So that's, that would be sort of my advice. Um, but also you can make space in your day-to-day life to still do the things that make you happy and that you're passionate about. Oh, yes. So Brittany, I'm, it's like you have your, your stand-up stuff that you're working on. And I'm sure you do writing that, that has nothing to do with, you know, legal stuff and economics because that's, you know, that's what you're passionate about. And it's one of your talents. And I think it's actually really important to make space for those things. Like, I take time to play my guitar, even though I'm not going to show up at work the next day and, you know, be better at my job because I was playing guitar. It can be really good to have those outlets and like 
engage in those passions and maybe it's a cause. Maybe you care a lot about a certain um, like charity or a cause or something like make time to volunteer, especially as you get into your career. It's really great to have those outlets. It can be so easy to get stressed and all you're doing is just working and trying to get by, but those passions exist for a reason and it's good to engage those parts of your brain. Um, but you know, I, I don't think we should all just be like, all right, what's my passion? Now I'm going to build my whole life around that. So that's that's kind of my my two cents on the whole follow your passion thing. Brittany, do you have anything else to add here as we're getting ready to wrap up? Yeah. One thing, and this is something, in fact, in a couple episodes, Connor and I are going to talk about this again, but this is why I don't always think college is the right venue, and I'll, I promise yeah. this will all tie together, is because you decide to major in something and then that becomes your world, right? So this Mm -hmm. is why apprenticeships are so good. And there's a school called Acton Academy in Texas where they let kids apprenticeship because that way, like I knew of a young girl who decided she wanted to be in the fashion industry. So at 10 years old, she went and she had an apprenticeship where she got to shadow people in the fashion industry. You know what she found out? She didn't want to be in the fashion industry. Yeah. And so it's really cool to figure that out when you're young, right? Because you Mm -hmm. haven't committed to this career yet. There are so many different things you can do. And, you know, I was once an event planner before I started pursuing writing and I hated it. So some of this is figuring out what you want to do and what you don't want to do. And you might figure out that maybe doing music, if you love music, you might find out that doing music as a career is really hard work and you don't like it. So, So I think the point is to... Figure out, you know, try a lot of different things. Don't lock yourself in a corner mm-hmm. and, and eventually you'll find that thing that that just fits for your career. Totally. Yeah, I love that. Being being open and flexible to change and adaptable and ready to uh, ready to figure it out, you know, sometimes the hard way, that can be a really great thing. And we talk a lot about resilience on this podcast. That is an awesome way to build resilience and going into things with an open mind and, you know, explore those passions, look into those things that you care about and that you get fired up about, but don't make that the be all end all of whether or not you're going to be happy in your life and in your career, because there's so much more to it than that. Um, One thing that I found helpful as I was starting to look into career fields um, was the Myers-Briggs test. Oh, I love it. Oh, we could do a whole episode we, on that because I could totally talk should. for hours. We're we going would, to. We should 100% <laughs> do that. Um, but I would recommend checking that out. I'll, I'll drop a link. It's a pretty easy quiz and you might be able to have your parents help you take it or maybe take it on your own. But that can be a really great way to start just maybe getting ideas for stuff you wouldn't have thought of before when it comes to your career and maybe what you might do for a living one day. Um, so I'll, I'll drop a link to that and I hope you guys have a good time exploring that. We're going to wrap it up here. Brittany, thank you so much for chatting with me and we will talk again soon. Talk to you later. You've been listening to the way the world works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.